in like a movie. I think Christina, Christina Vicky Barcelona. Uh, God, I'm not remembering anyone's name today. The, the creepy guy. You just said like, three names. Hello and welcome to WNC Original Music episode 163, the Burj Khalifa episode. This week, very happy to have on the podcast Katie Sachs. She's an Asheville, North Carolina-based singer, songwriter, a powerhouse vocalist, and a multi-instrumentalist. I forgot to ask her about the instruments. She's been influenced by Billie Holiday, David Byrne, Pixies, and Feist. She's got over 20 years of songwriting and national touring behind her. She has shared a bill with the likes of Heather Maloney and Peter Tork. That Those are my two favorite. It's a big long list, but those are the two that stuck out for me. You can find her music at katiesacks.com and also at uh, all the streaming sites. And we'll have a lot of links in the show notes as usual. Here is Katie Sacks. Give it a hug and let 
living in a group house in Austin, Texas, probably in like 2014. I'm, I don't know. I'm into astrology just as most people are in Nashville or a lot mm-hmm. of people are. Um, so I was like kind of in the, the beginning of my Saturn returns and sort of going through like some major transitions. And, um, yeah, I was living in like this tiny little room that was sort of like the size of a closet. And I don't remember exactly like what the impetus was for that song, but it was sort of, um, it just sort of came out and it, I think for me, it feels like, um, just sort of like a big self hug, Um. (laughs) like a lullaby for wounded or tired hearts. Um, yeah. Uh, I think we all have moments in life where we just are like, I need to just lie on the floor, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's sort of a song for that, that time and just trying to be like, we'll get through it. It's going to be okay. Cool. Uh, I like the feel. It had kind of a jazzy feel. Um, do you, when you're writing a song, do you think about, um, I know you're probably not thinking like genre essentially, but are you thinking like arrangement in your head? while you're writing it or is it, um, you know, more simple than that? Um, usually when I'm writing it, it's pretty bare bones. I'm not really thinking about arrangement as just sort of channeling whatever's coming through. And, um, all my songs are written on a, or most of them are written on a baritone ukulele. So, um, that's my main instrument. Um, but I am, I consider myself to be primary, primarily a jazz singer. So I, I tend to sort of lean that way. Um, a lot of the people I was playing with walked that line of mm-hmm. sort of like jazz meets country, which yeah. for me, like coming from the Northeast, the country element was something that came through because of who I was playing with basically. Um, but I felt like it, it complemented that song really well. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, have you ever had a day when you didn't go outside? Oh yeah. And when was the last time? And is that all the time? You, you said it like it's obvious. No. Yeah, dummy. <laughs> no, Obviously. <laughs> I never go outside. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm an only child, so I definitely have spent a lot of time like indoors by myself, mm-hmm. just by virtue of that. Um, 
Yeah, I, I I wouldn't say like I do I do like being out, outside and doing outside things, but I I feel like I I maybe equal parts like enjoying going outside and being on adventures and like holding up and drinking tea and like watching a movie or doing a project or something. Um I don't know the last time I've done that. Uh I feel like it's one of those things where it's like you don't want to do it too much, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's like, if you do it once in a while, it's like really great. But if you do it too much, then it's like, I'm a little worried. Right, yeah. <laughs> like I need, to, I need to go to therapy. Like if you get home, you get home from work on a Friday and then Monday morning, you're like, oh, it's the first time I've been outside since work. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there, there are definitely days where I've like. And I feel like it's usually by accident. Like, I feel like Mm. I don't usually plan for that to happen. But when it does, like, I'll just happen to spend the whole day. I would say probably more just not using my car. That happens Mm. somewhat more often. But, like, really, like, never leaving my house at all. It's usually an accident. And I'm usually, like, by 8 o'clock, I'm like, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did it. (laughs) (laughs) It was Ethel's garage sale. It was Ethel's garage sale. Is there something you can use? Or did you just come to peruse a picture?
Ethel's Garage Sale is probably the fa- my favorite song I've ever written. And it's one of the only songs that I've dreamt about before I wrote it. So um, for Ethel, I was like dreaming. I was watching uh, like a duo perform this song that was, I think was just the chorus. Mm-hmm. And I was watching and I was like, damn, that's a great song. I wish I had written it. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, shit, oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to write that song you right now. It. Wow. So, <laughs> so dreams think, literally do come true. They do. Yeah. yeah. Not not always, but sometimes right. you get lucky, yeah. especially when it's like a national or a international pandemic and you have a lot of free time for juices to flow. Right. right. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, somewhere there's like a tired voice memo of me just like humming humming the chorus and then when I like more woke up I I just kind of plugged it out um but yeah I I don't know that song just sort of happened and and I was kind of in the throes of this like very complicated breakup that was an inspiration for many songs um and that was I don't know that was one of them I think just this feeling of like uh, I mean, I feel like for me, I'll like, I'll write a song and then like six months later, I'll figure out what it's actually about, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I think like on a surface level, it's just kind of a fun song. I like things where there's like lists, um, just poems or just pieces of art. Like, I think that's a fun medium to play with. Um, but I think the deeper meaning for the song is like, uh, I guess how, how people maybe want parts of you, but don't want all of you. And so it's like the image I get is someone just sort of, it's like, here's a whole person. And then someone just taking the parts they like Mm. and kind of leaving the rest or, um, yeah, it's sort of like what, how we kind of intentionally or unintentionally can use each other and, um, that kind of thing I think is the, the deeper meaning, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it works on all levels and it's kind of interpretive too. Like when, um, when I was listening to this, okay. I don't know if you have, don't take this the wrong way. It's supposed Mm -hmm. to be a compliment. (laughs) Prepare yourself. Okay. I'm ready. (laughs) Um, because people have strong feelings about this sometimes, but it reminded me for some reason, I can't really explain why, but it reminded me of performance art. Okay. Um, And I just, I just had that vibe from it, like in a good way, like this is, this would go, like I could see this being without even really when I, on my first listen, I wasn't like focused in on the lyrics, but I was like, I could see this kind of being acted out, you know? Um, For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think it absolutely has that quality and I call it like my Tom Waits song. Like I just wanted to, wanted it to feel as kind of clunky and weird and Mm -hmm. disjointed. Yeah. In a recording. Yeah. I could Um, see Tom Waits in there. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. I was just, uh, I just watched a little video about a guy, uh, about a guy from a guy talking about how Tom Waits writes songs and, uh, his word, la- he uses word ladders. I didn't quite understand mm-hmm. it, but it made, it sounded good. Yeah. Yeah. Just that phrase sounded good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's a song that you <laughs> listen to still, um, that you have an emotional reaction to? <laughs> 
that's that's very broad. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably yeah. so many. Yeah. Just think about okay, take um, take about thirty seconds and think about every song you've ever heard. Oh and yeah, okay. No big yeah. deal. No. Okay. Um like what's this maybe are you asking like like what's the song if I hear it, I like get choked up kind of? Or yeah, like- or just, you know, maybe wistful or um you know, something like that. Gosh. So it'd probably be something from, you know, I imagine it would be something from long ago. Maybe right. childhood, teenagehood. Sure. Something like that. Man, that's a hard question. Um, so this is <laughs> there's probably like hundreds of songs that could answer mm. what you're asking, but I'll just go with this because this is immediately what came to my mind. Um, and it's kind of I mean, I love <laughs> I love the Dixie Chicks. I wouldn't say they're like representative of like the genre that I normally listen to. Mm. Um but there's something about, and I can't even think of the lead singer's name. Uh, Natalie but there's some, Yes, okay. thank you. There's something about her voice that I find really just powerful. Yeah. Um, and I I watched their documentary when it came out, and I just thought that story was really moving. And um, when I when I left Massachusetts and kind of my whole life there about ten years ago. Um, I remember like putting on that album, like taking the long way and just like bursting into tears and like, you're like, yeah, I got two strong hands on the steering wheel. And I'm like, I feel like every time I hear that song, I do get kind of choked up. And like that album in general, like it's just, you can feel just how much they went through to make that piece of art. And it's just, I, I think for me, like. I love how a really great record will transcend genre, you know, like it, they just really, yeah, they just had so much emotion. So that's, that's my answer. I'm yeah, sure there's that's more, a good one. but yeah. 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 <laughs> that's right off the top of your head too. <laughs> now name a song that I still listen to that I haven't. <laughs> you just name one of your songs. So probably that song Agony, I guess. Yeah. There yeah. you go. <laughs> More from Katie Sachs in just a few moments. want to remind you that you can find all of her music and show dates and stuff like that at katiesachs.com. Also search for her on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we'll have links in the show notes to that and all of her other relevant music sites. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, WNC Original Music, wherever you get your podcast, maybe wherever you're listening to it right now. Uh, that's probably the best thing to do. Um, also you can go to wncoriginalmusic.com and find all the episodes there. Uh, corrections and clarifications from last week's episode, uh, with ease dog, uh, star a decisis, uh, is a legal technique of determining a case based on precedent and starry skies is a painting by Van Gogh. So we were both right. Hi, this is Megan Douches and you're listening to Western North Carolina original music.
Dark is my song about the impossibility of relationships and how it's like so many things have to kind of line up perfectly for them to work. Um, there's like a line in like a movie, I think Christina, Christina Vicky Barcelona, where uh, God, I'm not remembering anyone's name today. The, the creepy guy. You just said like three names. Christina creepy, Vicky. sexy guy. Right. <laughs> uh, or, I don't know, that actor, the creepy, sexy actor, you'll know people yeah. will, out there will know what I'm talking about. I haven't seen um, <laughs> there's a lot, a lot of, of There's a lot of them. Like that. <laughs> he's in, he's also in, um, like, he plays Ricky Ricardo. He's in a lot of movies. I can't, board, I'll find his name. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm, see, this is my tangent. You might need to edit some yeah. of this. <laughs> You keep going. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look up who it is. Yeah, we're. And then we'll edit in you saying it later. Yeah, saying it correctly. Yeah. Um, there's a line. I'll just say there's a line in a movie. We don't have to go into what it is. Right. Um, there's a there's a line in a movie that says something like, um, you know, it's like if you're baking a cake, it's like if you're missing like just the salt, it'll throw off the whole thing and I feel like relationships are kind of like that where it's like you could have like 95% of the things lining up but if like that 5% doesn't work that's mm. like a critical 5% the whole yeah. thing falls apart um or just people change you know yeah. it it's a lot to ask folks to like grow together um so that's that's kind of what that song's about um yeah I wrote it I had just gotten out of a a serious relationship and was just sort of in my twenties and s sowing my oats so to speak. So, um, yeah, that experience of seeing myself in connection with a variety of people and, um, also thinking about like, there's a line in there that is a reference to like an older couple that I've known my whole life that have probably been married for like 60 years or something. And just how, how incredible that is that that is it seems like impossible that that could happen mm -hmm. <laughs> to two people you know folks you very it seems very rare that especially nowadays that people are just like in one big relationship for their whole lives right, um right. and they start later yeah. you know people start later with because i i do um yeah. i do home health occupational therapy and i meet a lot of um a lot of older people 
And I'm, you know, I meet probably once a week, someone who's been married for 60 or 70 years, but they all got married at 20, you know? Right. Um, and then once you get married at 20, it's not like you have a lot to, you know, you like might wonder what else there is, but you don't have a lot that, you know, there's something different or better, you know, you're just like, this is, this is what mm -hmm. it is. And they kind of work through that. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's not great, but sometimes it's really great, you know, to do that kind of depends on the situation. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the older I get, the more I'm like letting go of this idea that I should have figured things out by a certain age. Like, I think we all just have our own paths and, um, one doesn't have to be, I think society tries to value certain paths more than others, but I think, you know, we all have our own unique stories and, mm there's a beauty to being with someone for six years and there's a beauty to kind of bouncing around. And, um, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's all about, it's all a reflection of ourselves. Right. And yeah. like a good relationship should be a vehicle for us to get to know ourselves more and to have the support to, um, you know, become as much of ourselves as possible. Um, but yeah, I guess when I wrote it, I was just, I don't think I was frustrated with dating. I just was sort of like, how the hell does this work? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I just feel, this feels so foreign to me. I was talking to someone one time, uh, was it for the podcast? I think it might've been, it might not have been. They were talking about how, mm -hmm. uh, how sometimes people add the, some people when a relationship ends, they kind of mourn it. They go through a mourning process, but then some people yeah. go through sort of what you were talking about. Like they start after the end of a relationship, they do some wild things, sow their oats, like you were talking about. And that's kind of like a little bit like um, a flight response. Like if you can't run, mm -hmm. you can't drive, you can't run away, you can't move away. Um, so you just kind of move away from that part of your life a little bit. The part of your life that, you know, wanted a relationship or, you know, was hurt. So you just try to do, try to change who you are a little bit for temporarily, usually. But, um, but that's a common thing I think people do. Time. Yeah, I think it can definitely go a variety of ways. I know for me, for me at the time with that particular relationship, it was like very over before it was over. And I was still pretty young and not thinking about my future that much. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was more of just like, I'm free. <laughs> but I know with other relationships, there's definitely been more of like a mourning period or. And what was that person, you know, person's name? <laughs> No names. We're not saying names. Nah, Where do they live? Let's call them. Let's call them right now. <laughs> this is like a morning zoo show. Let's let's prank them. <laughs> Speaking of recipes, are you a good cook? I think so. Yeah. My friends enjoy my cooking. All right. What's yeah. something you make that's really good? Give us a give us a quick recipe or cooking uh, tip. This might <laughs> this podcast might switch from music to cooking. I'm, thinking, I'm Gosh. trying it out. Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like I'm a very, impro I'm a very improvisational cooker. Like mm -hmm. I don't follow recipes very well, um, or directions like in general. Uh, so it's hard for me to be like, here's the the recipe. It's more just like mm -hmm. kind of whatever's lying around and I'll throw it together. Um, let's see. I did make, let's see, let's see. Uh, that's, that's another one. <laughs> like, I'm like, what? What uh, nationality are we going for? <laughs> um, let's go Italian. I like Italian. Italian. Mm. Um, let's see. Um, 
that ugh, I don't know. I can gi- I can give you a recipe for some Jew food. That's probably okay. the most representational. Okay. Is there? Can you rephrase it? <laughs> <laughs> Just I'm allowed to say right, that. right. I know you are, but I don't know if I'm allowed to hear it like that. <laughs> this is this is Katie's Jew food recipe. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, semitic some semitic recipes (laughs) this is a let's see this is a tradition it's not well i guess it's probably kosher so well you would assume (laughs) yeah although there's a yeah um i I would say a traditional jewish dish that i would make for like i guess this this is a holiday dish but like you know we have the holidays coming up so um, if you want to make like a good potato pancake or a latka, as as we uh, we call it, <laughs> the tribe, <laughs> the tribe, yeah. the tribe calls it a latka. Um, so you're gonna wanna uh, get a bunch of russet potatoes, and you can do it in a food processor. You can do it like the grandma way, and like shred that shit real good. I sometimes will throw in. Um, like some zucchini or carrots, like mm-hmm. to make it a little bit more interesting and healthier. Um, and then, oh God, I'm probably telling you something wrong, but from memory. I'm not like, making it right now. Shred, Wait, let me yeah, just, get the kitchen going here. <laughs> shred, shred some starchy vegetables and then mix in like an egg and some flour and salt and pepper and then i I, before you do that though i oh yeah i think you want to because it's gonna get all watery (laughs) that's the sign of a bad recipe if it says halfway through before you do all this yeah my recipe would be like all these arrows and actually go here like look like a flow chart or something um no you want to shred the stuff first but then it's going to be really watery and you don't want that so you got to you got to pat that right. down with a, a nice <laughs> like cheesecloth or a paper towel. <laughs> I like that extra juice you, you put on. You got to pat that down, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Pat it down. Yeah, um, yeah I'm like a walking contradiction yeah. since I've lived, lived in the South for the last 10 years. Right. <laughs> I don't know yeah. who I am anymore. Um and then, yeah, get out all the liquid, and then you want to mix it up with all the other ingredients I said. And then heat up some oil to, like, a medium heat, but where if you, like, splat some water, it, like, fizzles. Mm-hmm. And you want to fry it and then eat it and then drain it on, like, a like when it's done, put it on a um, paper towel so the oil can release and then eat it with some applesauce and sour cream oh that, that came out of nowhere <laughs> that's the best part applesauce and sour cream wow yes that's necess- necessity that caught me by surprise yeah i thought I was like is she just checking to see if i'm paying attention because uh, <laughs> no it's really yeah. good that like makes it hmm. so happy hanukkah right. <laughs> everybody yeah. you're welcome <laughs> job.
Uh, Nerve is another, like, 2013 Katie blowing up her life song um, of just sort of choosing the the less safe road. Um, like, I had a pretty stable, employed relationship to life, and then I blew it up and moved to Texas and tried to be a singer and hung out with a bunch of cool creative weirdos mm-hmm. <laughs> um so that's another sort of liberation song I guess of just going for it I was at that point in my life where you know I think your late 20s you're like I mean it, ha- it I think there's many times like this but for me and I think a lot of other people it's like your late time late 20s it's like you can see parts of your youth kind of fading away and it's this moment of like what direction do I go do I keep doing what I'm doing or or not and I choose not to Mm -hmm. brave 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 or stupid we're not sure yet (laughs) the jury's still out every brave person is a little stupid (laughs) you can quote me on that I'm gonna put that on the internet but I'm gonna say Einstein or Thomas Jefferson said right yeah I have no regrets. Let's say that. Yes. It wasn't the easiest decision, but I'm okay. We did. We made it. Oh, we good. made it full circle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're doing all right. I'm doing all right. Yeah. Yep. You wouldn't change it, right? You're not saying, mm-hmm. oh, I made the wrong decision. No. I, I think I would have been pretty unhappy if I had stayed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your favorite toy as a kid? This is oh, the man. this is the psychotherapy part of it. <laughs> All right. Well, two come to mind. I I don't know if this counts as a toy, but I had a blanket that. So my my best friend, when I was a little girl, who sad she was my next door neighbor, but she moved away. But she was um, half Japanese, and she had also had a blanket called her nine, which is I guess a Japanese word for. Oh, I don't know what it means. I think it means like good night. So she she had a nene and I wanted to do everything like her. So I also had a nene. Um, and we used to like rub our nene's together. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, dude, it was called it was like the nene nene squeeze. I don't know how I remember that, but I do. Um, maybe she's she'll she's not listening right now. But anyway, well, um, we've got her on the shout, phone right now. So <laughs> yeah, shout she out is. to to my childhood friend. Um, and then I remember, I remember having a, a purple My Little Pony named Mootsie. Oh. <laughs> uh, do yeah. My Little Ponies do that? You have to name them yourself. They don't come pre-named. I, I guess. I have no idea. You don't know where Mootsie, that name Mootsie came from? I, I named, th- I had weird names for stuff when uh-huh. I was a kid. Yeah. Mootsie doesn't have a meaning or anything. I, no. No. Not not that I remember. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> what's he, what probably, I feel like you suppressed it. It's gotta mean <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> gonna unlock a lot of answers. How do you spell Mutsi? Oh god. I never had to spell it because I uh, was a child. Mm, that says something too. Mm. I would guess like M U T Z I. Oh yeah. That makes S- sense. I don't know. I feel like a Z is in there, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I was spelling it like musty, but just whatever. 
Where can people find your music? What's the best place for them to find your stuff? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, if people want to actually buy my music mm-hmm. um, and support local art, because it does cost money to produce, um, I have stuff on Bandcamp, just under Katie Sachs, S-A-C-H-S, is how you spell my last name. Um, I have all, I actually have four records, uh, but one of them, my first one, I don't promote as much. Um but if you want to stream it, which you're also more than welcome to do, uh, I have stuff on Spotify and kind of everywhere. Like everywhere music is streamed, you can listen. Mm-hmm. I also have a website that's just myname.com and I have some videos up there. KatieSax.com. KatieSax.com. Because yeah. I know there's at least three people who just typed in myname.com. <laughs> no, go, don't do that. Do. Yeah. No, katiesax.com. I've got like two fun music videos up there and can see where I'm playing next and all kinds of fun things like that. Um, Yeah, I am trying to get more streams of the song Ethel's Garage Sale in particular because I'm almost over a thousand. So if you do go to Spotify, listen to that one first. It's also my favorite. Ethel's Garage Sale. (laughs) I'll share it tonight. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> um, who are some uh, bands, either local or national or regional, you know, territorial, whichever way, uh, <laughs> that you think people should listen to more? Oh, gosh. Or less, if you want to. <laughs> uh, I have answers for both, but I'm okay. only going to answer one. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, man. So, like, kind of more up and coming. Is what you're saying, yeah? Yeah, don't say like, um, you know, uh, like the Beatles. Yes, the Beatles, right? Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift. Have you heard of her? She. Oh my gosh, she's great. Honestly, I can really only name like two of her songs at this point. I was only one, and then I found out another song was hers. Gosh, I feel like there's a lot. Um, Let me think. Okay, so she's. She's definitely an international person, but um, I don't think I don't think she's as well known as she should be. And she put out a record last year that I just discovered that is just badass. It's like neo soul meets eighties like rock beats, and it's so creative. Um, this woman Laura Mvula, um, she has. I think Pink Noise is the most recent. And then she has an album, Sing to the Moon, that is just beautiful. It's, like, very orchestral. And I just respect how she isn't bound to genres. Um, Mm -hmm. She's British. Uh, Let's see. Um, For my Texas days, there's a band, The Deer, out of Austin. I think their earlier stuff is better than the stuff I've heard more recently. Um, but I think they're really creative. Uh, Wilson Marks, who I collaborated with on um, The Giantness Little, Little Things, is, I think, just a fantastic songwriter um, and a phenomenal guitar player. Gosh, I mean, that's such a that's such a big question. I'd have to think about it a little <laughs> well, bit that's, more. Yeah, but... <laughs> that's There's no minimum. You got to get 20. Yeah. I'm yeah, not letting you I go think... until you get 20. I I think the way that I feel about music and bands people should listen to is like the way I feel about movies where I'm like, 
<laughs> like more people should yeah. listen to or, or watch these movies that maybe don't get as much attention um, as they should. If you had to choose, would you, or a reputation, if there was a rumor about you, is there gonna be a rumor about me after yeah, oh yeah there's definitely yeah this is a real life decision you're having to make oh no um okay. I'm, I'm inputting it in here now okay uh well, that well. you murdered someone oh god and you're not gonna like get you're already. not gonna get arrested for it or anything or that you uh still as an adult wet the bed Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to murder anyone. That seems just extra terrible. So no. well, you, definitely you didn't the, really, you didn't really murder anyone. It's just, a I know, but that's like the worst thing you could ever do. Well, <laughs> like that seems way worse than wedding. Yeah. <laughs> murder, mur- which is worse, murder or wedding. So you'd rather me tell, I mean, cause I'm going to tell some people you'd rather me say, <laughs> like, she I think wedding the bed is okay. better. All right. <laughs> All right. You're going to get some texts from people. Hey, <laughs> I'll probably cut this part out. Yeah. <laughs> it was spur of the moment. That's okay. I'm going to put it up as a Instagram poll and see what most people say. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I I'll would say hope it's most your people idea. would say. <laughs> I hope most people, people say wedding the bed. If not. I'm going to say Katie like, Sachs wants to know. <laughs> this is her idea. Wants to examine your moral compass. <laughs> All right. Thanks to Katie for being on the podcast. Don't forget to. Go to her website, katiesachs.com. That's Katie with a K, S-A-C-H-S.com. Also search for her by name on all the streaming sites and on Facebook and Instagram so you can keep up with what she's uh, getting herself into. WNC Original Music is what you should search on your favorite podcast player and subscribe there or just go to wncoriginalmusic.com. The closing song this week comes from Jack Adamont. He's an Italian singer-songwriter, uh, now lives and records in Stockholm, I believe that's in Sweden. And he just released his sophomore album called Obscure Places and Cupboards. You can also find him at jackadamont.com, that's Jack, regular spelling of Jack, and Adamont, like the word adamant, dot com. Thanks, have a good week.
So if you aren't already, you should probably be listening to WNC Original Music and listen to his creamy southern accent. <laughs> That's really disgusting. Um, I don't know why I just said that, but his voice is very creamy. <laughs> so listen to the creamy boy. Gross. <laughs> 